If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. You know, there's like 101 ways to market your photography business and probably 95 of them will not suit you because I think marketing is so closely aligned with personality. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who want to grow in business. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since starting Jennings Photo in 2010, growing a photo business has brought me so many opportunities. It's changed my life for the better, and I want that for you too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top of the line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let Pro Photo partner with you to make your website a great one. Right now, for listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code photo biz help. Thanks for listening. This is part two of my two part interview with Julie Christie. Please go back and listen to part one if you missed it. Julie, thank you again for being here. We had a great conversation about kind of getting going in this industry uh, last time. Today, I would love to hear a little bit more about your marketing ventures and sort of how you moved from photography into what you're doing and just a little bit about what you're doing. So thanks again for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Cool. Well, so as we talked about last time, after some struggle, kind of abruptly decided to leave after some great advice from a friend. You're like, I'm, okay, I'm going to shut down the photo business, which was super brave. And I love that you speak to the idea that like you can teach something that you aren't necessarily doing all the time. So what happened next? Yeah, I think the th- just to clarify about the not teaching something you're doing, I think the thing with me is that I'm not teaching anyone photography or yeah. you know, I'm, I'm teaching them how to market themselves. So right, of that's course. something I am doing 
every single day like I'm marketing I'm in the trenches of marketing every single day so I do feel like I just wanted to kind of clarify that aspect of it because I do think you have to be walking the walk if you like but you don't necessarily have to be in doing that inside a photography business does that make sense that's an awesome clarification I think that that's good I'm glad that you added that because of course there are times yes you do need to be yeah you do need to be doing something or know how to do it, so, no, yeah or you, you don't want to be one of these people just talking and like fluffing and of course because <laughs> people don't listen if they don't see that you're actually doing the things that you are promoting and you're talking about I mean I'm ta- I talk constantly about marketing and about finding the marketing strategies that work for you and and how present you have to be and how visible you have to be and if people were to then go to my social media and my website and see that actually I'm not doing that that would I don't think it would make me a very reputable marketing teacher I suppose that makes perfect sense yeah absolutely (laughs) that's so funny well I remember in the last the last part you were saying that you would like drive home from these photo shoots and you'd be dreaming about what you wanted to do marketing wise with the photos. So can you speak a little bit about like what that would look like for you? Like, was it just how you were going to use like the blog post you were going to put together or what, what did that kind of look like? Um, usually it was all for me, it's all about campaigns. So it's never really just about one piece of marketing. Um, I've always kind of thought of the bigger picture and the campaign that I might be able to create because I am all about trying to get as many bookings at once. Cool as possible rather than chasing one client booking at a time. I feel like that for me, that's an exhausting way to work. So for me, it was all about, right, how can I, I really enjoyed that session or I really enjoyed working with that person. And I would be driving home thinking, what could I do? What could I create that would bring more of that into my business or bring more of that person, that type of person into my business. And I would dream up actual campaigns and when I say a campaign, I mean a whole, you know, four week drawn out process of content and emails, social media, content that builds a buzz to something yeah. so that you can then sell out a specific thing mm-hmm. all at once, maybe in a few days, so that you can then get busy working with those clients and think about your next campaign. You know, you're not, yeah. I think you're not then in the, in the weeds all the time, just thinking yeah. of the, oh, I need another client. I need the next client. When you can get lots of clients at once, everything changes. You have this headspace, you can work with those clients and then you have the headspace to think, okay, I'm busy for the next three months. What can I start planning now? That's going to get me excited. That's going to build a buzz mm-hmm. to get me filled up for the next three months. You're always thinking ahead. So for me, it was that I was always driving home thinking, right, what buzz can I build that's going to create a real, um, some, some real momentum for my business, lots more visibility, lots more people talking about me so that when I release this, I can fill it up. I can book it out. And I w- I had different services. So that was, I suppose, a bit easier for me rather than I wasn't just doing one thing. Sure. I didn't have a, a business that was just weddings or just families. I was doing boudoir, mm-hmm. headshots, families, and I was also running workshops as well. So I worked like that in campaigns mm-hmm. and that's what really got me excited. That's really cool. 
Well, and I just like, again, I like this energy of like being excited about something because I think that that's, that's the thing to pay attention to. Like, yes, no matter what you're doing, that's the energy. And and that's something I bumped up against a lot when I was shooting weddings because it was, it was not often that I'd get really, really pumped about a wedding because it, I would be more stressed because I, I knew everything that it took to, to pull it off. You know, it's, it's a lot of energy out of one person. And, uh, and so I think that like, noticing that I would get excited to go see families and just hang out at the park or at their house and, and noticing like how much different that felt was ultimately like for me also what sort of shifted things. Cause it's, it's a big deal when you're like, mm, like really grumpy about <laughs> like what Absolutely. you're doing. Absolutely. Everything changes when you're excited about what you're doing. Everything. It does. And it's just, it's just being brave enough to follow that. So good. We should just cut it there, but I have more questions for you. <laughs> So I, I want to introduce listeners to to what you're up to. And if they want to check it out, for sure, obviously, we'll have all the links and stuff. But do you have any sort of like, intro tips to what you do or anything, any points you can speak to about yeah. what's going on with what you do that, that new listeners might might want to hear? Absolutely. So um, my one thing is my membership site, Togs and Business, and it's for professional photographers who want to become marketers. But it's, I think the big thing that I would say about the way I do things is there's no one size fits all. You know, I'm, I really feel strongly when it comes to marketing, especially marketing for photographers, is you have to find your thing and there are, you know, there's like 101 ways to market your photography business and probably 95 of them will not suit you because I think marketing is so closely aligned with personality. Mm, and, you know, we can look at all these rock stars, rock star photographers or people we admire even in our area and we can start to try and emulate the kind of marketing they're doing. But if that's, if you don't have the exact same personality and values and character as them, you, that's not going to work for you. And it's being brave enough to lean into the, the marketing that is a really good fit for you and your personality and not being... Uh, distracted by all the shiny red balls you know if if instagram reels make your skin crawl then don't do them you know this, i'm a big believer in just saying no just stop don't stop stop looking <laughs> at them just find the things that work for you and do them consistently and do them to a high quality because if you just choose one or two things to do you'll get really good at them and you can't fail when you're really good at one or two marketing strategies. Things go crazy. And instead of trying to do a little bit of everything. So that, that's a, a big part of what I do and what I believe in when it comes to photographers and marketing. It's just trying. And I, I get that you have to try stuff, you know, but and so you have to keep trying stuff until you find this sweet spot for you. But I think you have to try stuff and fail at it fast because you know, don't you? You know when you do something, you try a certain marketing strategy and it feels wrong to your very core. It just yeah. you feel like you're wearing someone else's skin. You're just like, mm -hmm. no, this is awful. Then just that's it. You've done that. It didn't work for you. You hated it. If you hate it, it's never going to work just like what we're talking about with weddings and newborns and things. So just keep trying stuff until you find that thing. And I have to clarify something, actually. You know, when I say if it feels wrong, I don't mean if it's scary. 
That's a good distinction. Because I think there's a difference, isn't there? You, it can feel really wrong and make your skin crawl and that should be left alone. But it can feel scary or terrifying. That doesn't mean you should leave it alone. That probably mm-hmm. means you should do it. So th- mm-hmm. I just wanted to make a distinction there between the two. So yeah, I, I've just babbled on a lot about that. But that's that's probably my biggest passion is find the marketing strategies that work. And a big part of what I do is introducing photographers to all the different marketing strategies and helping them to find what's right for them and their personality, their aspirations, because we all have different aspirations also, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's that's a great point. And I so two great points in there. I mean, I just really resonated for me because I really don't like all the reels all over the place. I'm like, I don't I can't do this. This is like, you know, the pointing to things. Yeah. And like, I, it's fine. It's fine. If you do that. I yeah. like when you talk about it being not you to your core, like that's I can't. Yeah, like I just can't do it, but I'll I watch get other people <laughs> like doing that, you know, I mean, it's like, Absolutely. you know, whatever. The whole real thing, though, there, I, I don't, I couldn't do the pointing to things either. I, I'm the same as you. I don't mind watching others do it, especially the ones that do it with some style, you know, but yeah. then there's others who do it awkwardly and they're, you can tell they're not comfortable, but you can do a real that is literally just you talking to the camera. You know, there are lots of reels you can do that you might be comfortable with. But yeah, I mean, you don't have to do reels to succeed. Yeah, you don't have to do reels to succeed. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be the quote for the whole podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they're everywhere and everyone's talking about, you know, reels and video on Instagram and we can't be sharing. It's not just a photo sharing app. So everyone's panicking that if I don't do reels, I'm going to disappear off the face of the earth. But it's just not true. It's not true. It's not true. And I I think that, yeah, finding the things that are working for you and the things that feel good are so important. Yes. Um, I want to just keep going on and on about this, but um, (laughs) is there anything that, uh, is there a good spot to send folks to check out your stuff if they want to do that? Definitely. So I have a, I have a masterclass that I have running um, that I know your listeners would probably enjoy. Um, We talked a little bit about marketing campaigns and you know, trying to get lots of bookings at once. And I have a masterclass on how to run a marketing campaign as a photographer, you know, building that buzz and building that momentum up to a point where people are just desperate to work with you. So that's um, on my website. I'll send you a link, but if I'll, I'll read out the link, it's togsandbusiness.com forward slash campaign class. Cool. All one word. Awesome. No, that's great. And again, we'll have that link in the show notes too. Great. So thanks for that. Well, I always like to end these with uh, just the same type of question because I think it's fun. And you've already hit a couple great points, but is there any piece, like favorite piece of advice you have in life or just in business that people might like to hear? I think the, the thing that pops right into my head is remove things. <laughs> Simplicity, you know, just strip everything down to only the essentials and because I I honestly think from speaking to so many photographers over so many years is overwhelm is the biggest thing that comes up over and over again it's this the biggest issue and it completely freezes us all as photographers and as business owners into inaction you know we end up procrastinating not taking action on 
important things because we are listening to too many podcasts, watching too many videos. Not that they shouldn't listen to yours, obviously, Natalie. Of course. <laughs> you know, we're watching too much. We're consuming too much content. That's right. We are trying to do too much in our business. We're trying to sell too many things within our price list. And I think every single thing in our life should be simplified and everything in our business should be simplified. And I'm a big believer in looking down at what, everything I'm doing and thinking, okay, what can be removed and keeping on removing things yeah. and removing them until all you're left with, what you're left with is the most important stuff. It's like that 80-20 rule. So yeah, remove stuff <laughs> is my I advice. Love that. I love that. And would you say that a good sort of gauge for what to remove? Obviously, like you said, if it makes you feel gross and just blech, like does not resonate to your core, but is there any other criteria for when to remove something in your life or in your business that you use? I think when it's business related, my first question is always, you know, does this, if you have a vision for your business, which I hope I would encourage everyone to have is does this get me closer to my vision and if the answer is no then it should go if the vision is right obviously it's like there's this book I read once called does it make the boat go faster and it was a um olympic rowing team that they just they were doing so badly and they decided they had this saying amongst themselves which was this question I should say which was does it make the go the boat go faster and if the answer was no they didn't do it so and that spilled over into their personal lives their business lives everything and when I read that I thought to myself okay I'm going to adopt that question but change it for me and mine is just does that get me to my vision Does it get me closer to my vision? And it just helps me to say no to the wrong things, I think. And yeah, it helps me to stop watching stuff that is maybe interesting, but is just taking me down a different path and giving me the whole shiny new ball syndrome. So that question, it's good to keep that question somewhere visible. Does this get me closer to my vision for my business? And yeah. I'm writing that on a post-it like right now. No, and that's, I love, that's a great place to wrap. And folks that have listened to me know that I'm all about kind of simplifying things way down, especially in the beginning. I use the metaphor in my webinar of the, do you know the Cheesecake Factory? Do you have that? I do know the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. (laughs) Dangerous, dangerous place. They have a menu that's like a phone book. I mean, it is the biggest menu you've ever seen. And I I use that example because, you know, like going to a photographer's site and it's just like, And you're like, what am I even looking at? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's wonderful advice. It is. I know. It's just tiring thinking about that menu. (laughs) Decision fatigue. Decision fatigue. Well, thank you so much for being here, Julie. And and, uh, again, so Togs in Business, please give that a look if if it resonates and, and sounds like something you need to check out. Thank you so much, Natalie, for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for listening. This was part two of my two-part interview with Julie Christie. I wanted to pop back in here and remind you that Togs in Business is offering this audience a discount code of 25% off if you're interested in exploring Julie's education and membership. Just use code PBH25 when you check out. The links are in the show notes. So once again, PBH25 
for the Togs in Business discount. If you're feeling stuck growing your photography business, I put together a list of eight things that since 2010 have consistently helped Jennings Photo to grow. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things, the number eight, the word things, and grab this freebie. It's called Eight Things to Grow. It'll help you get your head sorted and give you a little bit more clarity. You know, I'm a huge fan of clarity around what you need to have in your business. So head over to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I'll be back again next week. As always, every Tuesday and Thursday, remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. Okay, there we go.